Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Welcome to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. You're about to meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerged triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Here's Frankie to show you how. Well, hello there, and welcome to Mission Unstoppable. We're here at a very special time of 7 p.m. because I have a very special guest who's coming to us from Australia. I want you to meet Cece Nguyen. She's an Australian pharmacist, a mother of four boys, who is a longtime volunteer with the Australian Health Humanity Organization. They're a nonprofit that provides diverse charitable and humanitarian services to relieve human suffering and improve quality of life of those in need. But not only do they provide ophthalmic, medical, and dental treatment uh, to those who desperately need it and are living in poverty, but um, they also provide schooling for students who live in poverty and can't afford to school. Uh, they go to Cambodia and Vietnam both. Cece is, is just the most compassionate human being you're ever going to meet. And be, I think it, it's because when she was just 13 years old, she had to leave her home in South Vietnam and go on a perilous journey across the sea. She became known as one of the infamous Vietnamese boat people. Today, she has the honor of being the first author to tell the tale in English of the invasion of North Vietnam into the South, and her book is titled Shock Peace, and when it gets republished, you're going to definitely want to go out and grab that book. Cece, welcome to the show. So good to have you here. Oh, thank you, Frankie. Uh, good evening, but I also would like to say good morning to my fellow Australians. It's yes. a rainy morning. It's a rainy in morning in, in Australia. But hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Facebook friends. So, Cece, so you, sorry, um, Frankie, I, I also would like to thank you. Thank you for allowing me this opportunity to be here today to oh. talk about my experience. And um, I am only a mere volunteer. I'm holding no position within the AHA, which is the Australian Health and Humanitarian Aid Incorporation. I... Um, I am not a anybody. I I am not. Well, a you're a somebody. <laughs> yes. I'm, no, I'm not here to glorify myself. No, 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 no. I, I asked you to come on because when I reached out, to, when you reached out to me, you were actually in Cambodia. You were on the ground helping the people. You're a volunteer. You're you're a volunteer, and you volunteer and have done so for 11 years with this organization, and it's near and dear to your heart. Because you yes. know you know the country, you understand the citizens, you understand what it's like to not have things. Like I mean, your family was you know had lots of things before the invasion of North Vietnam, and then you had nothing. There were, food was scarce, clothing was scarce. Every, you understand scarcity, and so I think you know perhaps this is why you go. I don't know, but I think it's beautiful that you do it. I mean, you're Thank a pharmacist, you're, you're trained, so you go, you disperse what, um, medicine, vitamins, tell us what you see there when you go to Cambodia. Mosquitoes? Sorry, is that the question? How, tell, how? tell me what you see, like when you go there, like the, oh. what are, what's the conditions like? Oh, well, um, 
uneducated, poor, uh, far from civilization. Um, oh, really? Okay. To me, they look so pitiful oh. because they 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 were peasant. They're so poor, and um, they no education available to them, and they were stateless as well. The Vietnamese in Cambodian land. We help the, the, the organization helping both Vietnamese and Cambodian in many remote villages. But the thing to me that raised my, you know, that tweeted my heart a little bit was the stateless taste of those people. It was just over 40 years. And, wow. uh, you know, stateless people everywhere, anywhere around the world at the moment. But to be that stateless over almost half a century to me that was so beautiful right and that, you, you explained that, to me that the, that they're in this position of statelessness they have no country they have they have no rights they have no voting they can't do anything they have no birth certificates they've got no passports they've got nothing and for 25 dollars american u.s they can become a citizen like how extraordinary is that for $25, and this is all that is standing between them and being a citizen. I know. It's, it's a mere, yeah, it's only, you know, it's not only the matter of money. It's nothing political about it. And I would like to raise that awareness as well to our 25 US dollars or 40 Australian dollars to mm -hmm. us. It's just so little. But to them, for them, it's impossible yeah. to raise that much money per head to become a legal citizen, to at least to have the future for their children. And, and you, know, you know, when I was dispensing, the thing that's really sad, so sorrowful for me, when, I, when I'm calling out names to give out their medication, the names reflecting on those people were just meanings of desperation. Hopelessness, mm. sufferings. That, but that's how the person minds work. They they reflect what they're thinking at that time, forty years ago. Their the birth of their children did not bring joy or happiness, but it's only hopelessness oh. and 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 you know like what, yeah, what kind of diseases are they suffering with? Like what are they suffering with? Like physically. Uh, mentally, I can understand. Like, so, what kind of diseases? Are, like, is it heart disease? Is there, like, what kind of, what kind of oh, things most, are you treating? Mostly, mostly they have um, gastro, you know, gastritis, yeah, with a helical pylori infection because of, of unhygiene water. and it's water. So that's why we are distributing water filter bucket to them, yeah, uh, as well. And that is also one, you know, you see that on my, on, on a picture. Yeah. We had to, we had yeah. to assemble 600 buckets. And because the, the transportation pretty hard, so we had to do that on the spot. Um, wow. Everyone, doctor, pharmacist, dentist, um, you know, accountant, whoever there, just have to, you know, all hands on deck to, to help assemble those buckets. Um, and you know while, while doing that, over a thousand people already waiting outside, waiting for us. Wow! Because we are giving six hundred vouchers to six hundred families, and with six hundred families, you have about you know twice that 
for sure. Yeah, at least twice that number for sure. And, and so, you have to work under pressure. <laughs> so how many people did the dentist see with the, this last visit? How many, how many people? How many people that we visited? The dentist. We, the, we give the, an, the dentist. Over a thousand. A thousand you know, people. I, they have two teams. I, I, I was only on the, the last trip, the humanitarian trip. The first trip, they did cataract operation. Okay. And the 504 cases. Wow. Over thousand medical examination and the same similar number on the dentistry and the similar number on the eye checks. And how and, long would you guys and, go for? How long do you go there for? Uh, two weeks normally. You see over a thousand people in two weeks. All of this. Yeah, in wow. Two weeks. Oh, it's, it's 504 cataract operation within, yeah. Which it's like nonstop. Boom, boom, boom. Nonstop. No, nonstop. Because I shared my room with a nurse from Melbourne, a theatre nurse from Melbourne, and and she said, you know, it's so arduous. It's just nonstop. And and you just have to keep going. Even with me, when I was dispensing, I was so exhausted. It the humid and the the heat. We only yeah. had a fan to work with. Wow. And squashing or uh, getting up and down, bending all days. My arthritis actually crying out and 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 at one stage I said I have to have a crane you know to lift me up because yeah. I could not but then I I wanted to stop I was exhausted but when I looked out at the window my dispensing window I see lives of beautiful people yeah they were holding on to their prescription oh. like holding on something that's very important hope to them and so I couldn't stop I could not stop because I just said they had to travel for so far, maybe half a day to come here. And if I'm not, I'm not giving them what actually the doctor giving them now. They have to wait for me. And if I stop for an hour, half an hour, then they have to wait for me for that hour. So, and then it might be too late. It might be too late for them to go back home. And it's traveling in a in a poor country. You know, it's, it's hard. It's so yeah. hard. Wow. And there was a family took them um, half a day to get to us. They had to get up at one or two o'clock in the morning and then she got to us at lunchtime and then waiting for the for the examination and, and that and then go back home at the same day. So, so the, a, the, the, the AHA, they go twice a year. Do you know of any other groups that are going to help these people in between or are you guys it? Uh, I'll... I think there might be some, but not within my knowledge at the moment, um, because I'm only here uh, with AWHA. And so um, I think there must be some others as well. But we we are based in Australia, and there are volunteers from all over the states of Australia. Um, That's incredible. Especially from Melbourne and the nurses. Now they're beautiful uh, it's, it's and it's not only Vietnamese Australian, they're they're Australians, you know, Australian Australians, and 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 they're extending their so they're, it's a diverse group. With, yes, yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful, it's so beautiful to look at them, and I am so thankful to you know all the Australians 
that help the professional because we, you know, we have our the association had a lot of professional help, and yeah. we're professional from from health professional association as well. Um, but there is others all walks of life. Is it all donated? Is everything donated? Like when you go there, do you you pay for your own trip to go there? Yes, we have to pay for our um, airfare, Um, the accommodation and the, you know, food and that logistic actually provided by the... Where are you? Are you staying in a tent? Like you're not in a hotel. Are you in a tent? Hotel. Yeah, we oh, stayed in a hotel. hotel. But there was, okay. yeah, there was one time, I think last year, I didn't go last year, but we were last year. Um, the de- uh, one of the dentists told me that they came to the hotel and then the receptionist just say they have a penthouse up on the top floor. Uh, that's the only one left. Would you like to have it? They said, yes, 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 of course. And then, you know, when we went up there, there are loads of condoms all over the place. Oh, my gosh. Ah, and needles. Oh, my gosh. And, and, so there's another room that another doctor stayed in. He said, he's, he's, I swore, I swear, uh, my my slipper, last night, I put that in the corner over there. But this morning, one of them traveled <laughs> to funny. the other corner. That might have been a rat. Oh, my gosh. That. That's scary. Jump to jump onto the bed. And a little mountain got all over. <laughs> That's so funny. And oh, my God. condition like that. And still, we are coming back every year, every single year. And now it's twice a year. And I, I am I'm committing myself to help twice a year, too, in March awesome. and in August. Yeah, to raise awareness as well as to help yeah. those poor people. Because it's hope. We know that it should hope very important that even though it's only little um, yeah. um, thinking about it, we only to give them a little hope, you know, of everything, basic necessities and some medication and some checking on their medical health and things. But hope is more important yeah. because out there, they know that they're not forgotten. The people coming back to help them, to give them a hand, to raise hope. And it's important to me because I, I've been there. Yeah. I was desperate when I, was here, when I yeah. left Vietnam on a boat, floating with nowhere to, to, to land on. You know, who was so going to I, I will, Yes, hop. You know, the claims A little of bit hope. of hope, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. St. Francis uh, said, you know, where there's despair, there's hope. And, you know, I, I think that's really... You, you paint a beautiful picture, a desperate picture, you know, a sad picture. It brings tears to my eyes. But the, the idea that you guys go there twice a year, that you dispense medicine, that you do surgeries, that you, you know, you care, your heart's there and, and you care that they have to wait for you. That's, that's so amazing that, you know, the compassion that you have for them. It really is a, a beautiful thing. We don't see a lot of it in this world right now people think that there's compassion fatigue and people don't want to donate or give money anymore they're just tired of giving 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 but when i hear your story when i when i see that you go there and your hands on you can't help but want to give you know because you're there and you're you're feeling the desperation yes you know witnessing the poverty and and knowing that Yes, they need help because the fourteen-year-old boy should look like an eight-year-old. Oh, just malnutrition. And yeah, 
education. Oh, no education. They, of their status. Yeah. They, they know education. Not available. So is so there, the, is there, most important thing. It, CC, is there a website where people can donate to help them get, get their status? Where they can donate that money? Yes, please. Thank you very much, Frankie. Uh, if you would like to donate your spare change or, you know, with your heart, please donate to www.ahha.org.au. So okay. uh, please donate, you know, if you can. I'll Thank put that you. up again too. We, we, yeah, and because we, we would like to do that every year on a regular basis, not only Czech, Cambodia, and Vietnam, we would like to extend our hand to any other country that needs our help. So to do that, we need substantial amount of funds. Lucky for us, every year we raise funds in Australia, and the community is so generous. And and we need, you know, every, every operation like that needs 100000 or more. But we we... We are lucky that the community contributing heavily, but to keep continue doing that to provide help and and uh, medical care, humanitarian aid along the line, we need help from outside the community as well. Cece, um, where's the operating theater? Do they go to a local hospital, or where do they do the surgeries? In the local hospital, we have to hire. We have oh. to hire a local hospital. Yeah, at those, yeah, we had to hire the local hospital. And um, at one stage, I think when I was there in 2008, the the hospital that we hired, you know, we had to jump in, sterilize the place early yeah. in the morning, five six o'clock in the morning. The nurses, the doctors, the ophthalmologists, and everyone coming, and we have to sterilize. The yeah, it's, I'm sure it's not what you're used to. Yeah, and 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 patient, some patient, you know, you know that that I remember that a patient who can he got she about to go into the operation theater, she asked me to look after a pair of thongs for her. Oh. That's the only possession of value to her. She should pray that because you can't wear anything when you get into the operation room. Right. So she asked me to keep it for her. Oh. So it's not going to be lost. So I had to bring that pair of thongs, put it somewhere, and then waiting for her to come out and give it back to her. You see? And it's it's really the the, the but mine is, you know, just so tiny projection like that. And and it's so important to them. And we're taking everything for granted. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing like that. You know, when we think it's it painful to think that it, people need that much. You know, just a tiny bit of, of their, uh, of our, you know, spare. I know. It's like nothing, right? Get on with their life. Did they... um is there any work that they do? Can they work at all and make any money? Um, no? Yes, they are. Um, they are uh, when they was on living on the river, Tongli Sap, which is the huge river in Cambodia, they were fishermen there. And uh, because of pollution, now, um, recently, they were there for 40 years on the river, 
on on floating hamlets, but now they actually on to land. Now the Cambodian authority actually allowing them to get on to land to to get off the river to stay on land, but to stay on land they're still on rickety um, constructed um, uh, hut. Right. And now it's the the high right high water season at the moment, and it, it even more difficult to them because when the water rise to you know a certain level, their house that their hut actually can float. The slosh because it's only rickety constructed on you know four yeah the very simple uh, construction. It can be float. It can be lost. And life can be lost. Family can be even more displayed. Um, I had picture from from those villages, and I felt so sad looking at that. You know, but still, the thing is, the children they're still smiling. The children, yeah. every picture that we had a local volunteer, and she's so devoted. She's so beautiful in her nature. She went to the villages and distributing our vouchers to them. And it took it it take it took her maybe a day just to get there and to go back. And every time she sent me the picture with the children, they were smiling. It's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. so amazing. Yes. And and you know, when I was on the bus traveling back to the hotel, children playing happily in the muddy water. You know, Mekong River, sure. so muddy. It's only a little um, creek alongside the road. Yeah. And they were playing there, swimming. And no video games for them. No video games, nothing but with each other and playing, you know, in the muddy water, but happy, laughing. And, and it's just beautiful to see them. And, and it, yeah, I would like to give them some education. Yeah. At least when they're becoming a legal citizen, then they can go to school. At the moment, only charity, charitable bodies that providing um, school, private tutoring for them. But it's only 40% of the children that, that can afford that because you have to travel to, to those schools. And most, most of them are Catholic schools uh, providing basic mathematics and um, Vietnamese to them to, to help them to, to read and write. So that's why we had difficulty with labeling uh, that they, they can read. We have to label with like phonetically the, um, the sun with signs. Um, and yes, that morning, uh, then um, at lunch, the full sun at lunch, and then the hot moon, and then the stars. So, yes, you, you know, that, because they can wow. read. So I, I guess that you need to to get some teachers who want to go there and volunteer and stay for a while and teach teach yes. these children. But they would need to be speak Vietnamese or Cambodian. Which would they need to speak? Yeah. At yeah. the moment, Vietnamese because you were from Vietnam. Yeah. Know, okay. Try to the teacher yeah. Vietnamese. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully, when once yet yeah, one they can go into Cambodian school. They can read and write Cambodian. So, they, is it so beneficial that's, that's to them to 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 speak both languages, English and, and Vietnamese? I think they're speaking both languages because I had to. Yeah, but still, reading and writing only the forty percent of the children that afford the families afford 
to get them to the Catholic, even though it's just, they have to pay a little fee, even though, you know, it's, it's providing um, sort of free of charge right. in general, but still, yeah, that's why to admin fee and things like that. Um, so, yeah, um, only 40%. So people who are listening, go to school. if you're a teacher or you want to be a teacher <laughs> and you speak Vietnamese, uh, maybe reach out and to the to the AWHA or um, I don't know even to CC or the village and and see if you can't go there and, and become a, a a stable you know of teachers maybe people who can rotate in and out a little bit because I think it's probably very difficult to live there if you're not used to those kinds of conditions but if you could go and and be a volunteer because that that sounds like it's a it's a huge need for everybody under 16 anyway yes yes uh, yeah i know that to be there to be there and to witness I know that, that I know one, one one guy who what he did was he went to Tibet and he he taught some older kids and and then they as they graduated they had to volunteer to teach some younger kids and then after a year they got some jobs like they were helped to get jobs because they stayed in volunteer yeah, right? yeah. so something like that where the older ones can yeah, teach yeah, the younger sure. ones and then get an opportunity to move on in life Exactly. That's why, you know, even with English, if you can teach English. Right. Because I think Cambodia actually getting uh, um, more developing uh, with, you know, outsiders, with um, manufacturers that coming over to open the business there. So hopefully that the country is getting um, more developed and people will have more jobs. Right. Yeah. Well, you're doing a beautiful thing, wonderful work. The H, the AWHA is doing an amazing um, job, and and I I wish, and I hope to hear from more organizations because I love to feature them, and because I like to I like to know that people are doing good things in the world, and that other people know about it too, you know. So thank you for what you do, Cece. Thank you, Frank. Pretty amazing for raising awareness <laughs> with me. Yeah. Thank you very much for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm, yeah. I'm being. Yeah. I mean, I'm here today to to talk with you, to talk with everyone about the the, the job that um, the organization is the providing to the poor and underprivileged. And um, yeah. To, is there anything uh, to else you want to say? It. Is there anything else you want to tell us about them, or that you want to ah, say? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's uh, well about uh, my. my Cece's book. been warned not to be political, so we're not going to get political. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's, at, at, it's not available on, on online. It's only Kindle. It's only Kindle that's available now. But I hope that I will be able to republish it. Uh, hopefully, in the near future. Yes. Uh, just for pictures for people to read it because i hope so it is an amazing book amazing read i couldn't put it down it's so good (laughs) really no i'm not kind i'm honestly it was such a good book cc let me help you republish it like if you need help to go there like let's do it because it, it really is so good and you know i talked to um i told you that i have two brothers who who were adopted vietnamese boat children right and and they don't talk about that experience. They don't tell their kids about it. 
because they don't want to visit it. And so I think your book is very important because for, for those people who won't talk about that experience, I think the children need to know about it. You know, the younger generation needs to know what happened. The truth. The truth. The truth. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. (laughs) And and for anybody to know, and it's a, it's a historical book. It's an, you know, a pseudo autobiographical book, you know, names have been changed, but we know who they are. And, (laughs) and your mother, your mother played a pivotal role. Your mother was like the most brave and courageous person. Leadership role. Yeah. Yeah. I translated, I translated into Vietnamese. And oh, I, I, I self-published it last year. So, yeah, wow. she, she, she read it all. She read it all. She and read yes, it all? You know, my, just, yeah, my brother just said, oh, you know, she, she's just holding on the book and reading it, forgotten to eat her lunch. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you know what's so funny? <laughs> so I, I wrote the book job. about my dad, too, and he was just here. And he was laughing as he was reading it. And we said, why are you laughing? He goes, because, you know, he goes, I don't recognize myself. He goes, I know it's me and those things happen to me, but uh, it's like it happened to somebody else. Right. And he goes, he goes, uh, it's pretty amazing. Right. It's, it's true though. Like you can't, you never oh, see yourself as you really are. Right. Yeah. That's good. Oh, you're so talented, Frankie. <laughs> you're so talented. Oh. Talent. It's just about, you know, I want his story to get out. His story is, is an important story too. And just like your story and your mother's story, um, you know, women are, it's amazing how strong the Vietnamese women have been, you know, really taking charge and control because the men were gone. A lot of the men were gone and and they, you know, the ladies were left behind to, to pick up the slack. Keep going. Yes. Yeah. Keep going. I think that's the motto. Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) Keep going. I don't look back. Keep going. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes. And don't forget, don't forget, if you would like to donate, please go to www.ahha.org.au. And and we are so grateful for everything, anything that you guys donated because there's no administration fee. Everything is going to be to to toward the charity work um, because we have help from every direction of life, professional help in every every walk of life. Um, we are donating our support, uh, our time, and even money uh, towards the good cause. No, no admin fee. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, Cece, I'm going to take us off of Facebook. Facebook, thanks for listening to us. It's been great. And uh, I will see you again next week. This is Cece Nguyen is my guest. Her book is called Shock Piece, if you can find it anywhere, maybe still. But uh, she will uh, republish it. And just please go and to the, you know, the www.aaha org.au and give generously because um, it's not nice to be a stateless person. It'd be nice to have uh, become a citizen of a country and and know that you belong somewhere and get all of the benefits that belong to being a citizen. Right. So there thank you, you go. Frankie, for You're your kind words. You're welcome. Thank you very much, and thank you audience. Bye. Facebook. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye. Don't go anywhere. Bye. Don't go thank anywhere. You.